Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Oh, for those that don't know... Our locality here, <laughs> our state, <laughs> is uh, experiencing quite the little heat wave. Yeah. We, we've I, been I in the hundies for a few days. Th- uh, my, my take on the heat wave. Well, you're probably used, used to really hot temps. A I little mean. bit. But so uh, just to keep in mind, like uh, we can all pretty much tell what week we're talking about here. It's the week before July 4th. Today's yeah. like the Ju- June 30th. So tomorrow's the first. Um, so the... Yes, and apparently Spokane is in the the like na- national news right now for like in Pacific Northwest for how hot it is and everything, and like m- everybody's like texting me. My mom's been texting me. Oh, are you guys okay with the weather? Is it hot? You know. Okay, here's my here's my take on this. Okay, guys and gals, that like Spokane, we get four real seasons. Okay, yeah, we get real cold seasons. in the winter, we get hot in the summer. It is not uncommon during the summer months to not go like the like, if it's daytime, it's ninety five plus. Yeah, and there'll be there'll be a week stretch of like, okay, yeah, we're in the hundreds this week or something yeah. like that. So what is happening right now, I would say, is not too uncharacteristic. I will say, yeah. like, it is hot. Like, we're basically at our peak temperature for an extended period of time. Like, yeah, well, I mean, we're having like a full week in in the one hundreds now, like one hundred five plus. Okay, you know, in the um, uh, the people. Uh, complain down in Texas when they got like a snowstorm, yeah, and everybody was like, "This snows here every year. There's no yeah. problem." You know, it's just I I get it. There's hotter places in the country. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Look how white I am. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm pasty. All right, me and Ben we both got Gilbert syndrome. All right. Yeah, we've been advised by our doctor, the same doctor. <laughs> we're, no, I'm, we're not joking. We literally have the same exact doctor. We have the same health care. We go to the same place. We have literally the same doctor. Yeah. Okay. We wear the same size shirt. I'm pretty sure he wears the same size pants as I do. 
Are these yours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say what size I wear at 33, 32. I'm like 33 to 34, depending on how many beers I drank the day yeah, prior. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so we're, we're pretty much right in there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we've been told that we have this thing called Gilbert syndrome. Had no idea what it was. Never I'm, heard of it. It might even be made up for all I care. Yeah. But he basically said, I feel like, like our doctor would make that up. Yeah. He's like that kind of the guy's like, He well, was probably like, I could tell these guys are drinkers. I'm going to make <laughs> up this thing called Gilbert syndrome that someone else made up years and years yeah. ago to get these guys to slow down <laughs> the booze. Yeah. And he literally said, like, as long as you're not sitting in the sun drinking like 30 beers, you're fine. I'm like, I'm like whoa, whoa, doctor, dude, whoa. Doc. You just described what my plans are this weekend. <laughs> That's like, what I literally do. <laughs> I go to Roosevelt and I'm a 30 day or 30 beers a day kind of guy. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh. Well, if that's the case, just if anybody tells you you look kind of yellow, get in the shade and drink a lot of water. <laughs> okay, I was like, yellow. is that it? He's like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna tell my wife, and she's gonna laugh at me, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> and then I came into work, and I was like, Tyler, I probably have Gilbert syndrome. He's like, dude, <gasps> me too. <laughs> I got it too. <laughs> doctor Deering told you. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, he, he's got our number. He knows what's going on. He's kind of like a chill doctor too. He's just yeah. kind of like, well, you got. I think I'm gonna diagnose you with Gilbert syndrome. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? <laughs> yeah. So that being said, if there are any like true actual sufferers of Gilbert syndrome, we're we're, we're creating a support group. Yeah, for everybody. We're, we're not trying to make fun of you, and like I, there may be varying degrees of Gilbert syndrome. Like there may be people that like literally cannot go outside because of Gilbert, or whatever, like that. Like that, we're not trying to make fun of you, but like. You gotta make light of your yeah. of your disease. We're perfectly right? healthy individuals. He's like, by the way, you have this syndrome. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> How did yeah. I go through the doctor this many? Like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. We got to get to the. We gotta start getting, so, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Yeah. Coming at you from hell. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, Spokane, <laughs> Washington, because it's hot as freaking hell right now. Yeah. Uh, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you catch podcasts that you can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also, make sure and check us out on YouTube. Uh, this is a show on YouTube. We have been gaining more viewers on YouTube and getting more comments. Oh. Thank you so much. That makes me very happy. I'm responding to you guys on there. It really is. That's the best way for, like, if you have a, a question on a certain episode or you just have a comment on a certain, certain episode and you want to, you know, feel heard, I'm there. I'm watching them all the time. Yeah. I get them on my phone. Like, I could be, you know, dropping a deuce or answering comments. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Never know. All right. Always working. <laughs> ABC always closing. I'm always working. A, A, always be closing. A, B, do, yeah, we yeah. be closing. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously we. Uh, oh, man, I'm missing one. I, I know it's one? the heat. It's the, the heat. heat gets I feel you, like man. the sound deadening is like actually holding the heat in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reviews. Hit them, Tyler. Oh, reviews. Uh, well, you screwed up. Uh, you can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, I iTunes, said that. Spotify. Did you say that? I said that. I did. Okay. I got all the way to YouTube. It's the heat. Okay, it's the heat. <laughs> Okay, so any of those platforms that Ben and I both mentioned simultaneously, um, leave a five-star review, send that, screenshot it, send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and a super, wait, God, wow. Super sick sticker. And a super sick address. Leave a super (laughs) sick address to send a super sick sticker to that looks just like the logo on our super sick cups that are for sale and our sweet eagle that's behind us here jamming away. Jamming away. Probably, hopefully, yes. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing, uh, if you do need to purchase items for your diesel pickup, uh, shooting me or Tyler an email isn't necessarily always the best way to do it because if it's a podcast, we've got email, day jobs, so, yo. Yeah, sometimes we, <laughs> we save those up and answer them later on. 
So if you're trying to get something moving ASAP, you need to get it going now, shoot our sales text a call. We're on the phone 12 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, 888-993-4373. Any of those guys will be able to help you out. If for some reason you know you need to talk directly to me, you can always ask for me. I will say I am always I'm, – I'm always into something. So yeah. the, the chances of you, like, I would say there, there are sometimes I get a guy on the phone like. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Ben? the podcast i'm like yeah what's up dude he's like oh sweet <laughs> i i did not think that i was going to get you like well yeah. you got me man what's up like yeah we go. have a highly trained sales staff that can help out with any questions you have um you know we we'll get you we'll get you set up whether it's from us or or one of those guys we'll get you we'll get you taken care of yeah, so, yeah. And if it's uh and if it's mark who was on the podcast like either last episode one before something like that g- give him a hug through the phone and then call him lil b <laughs> Let's get to the show. <laughs> okay, so this episode, but 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 guess what? Hold on, I'm gonna introduce this because I think you're gonna go away with this episode that I didn't intend for you to go. Oh, okay. All right. So okay, what I wanted to talk to you about is we've talked about Ben's excursion and the things that you've had to do to kind of like not necessarily had to do, but you did to kind of get it up. And uh, get it to your standards, I guess, of, yeah, of yeah, drivability, yeah. right? Yeah. But we haven't had one single conversation of, like, your end goal plans with this truck. Like, right. regardless of of – because when I sent you that message, you were, like, talking about fixing some other stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. We can talk about that. But I want to know what your end goal is because I remember your last excursion and your end goal was badass. You had a Carly kit, yeah. 37s. Methods, thirty-eight R. You you had some some sweet some graphics, look good, yeah. sounded good, drove good, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I want to know. You okay. can you talk. I say, I say, you be quick about your fix it, and let's mm-hmm. talk about the cool stuff. Okay. Because I'm gonna talk about. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. So I have my 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 2021 Ram 2500. I uh, I'm getting a right now. It's actually done. It's just getting uh, like kind of bedlinered or whatever coating they put on it. But I've got a side by side rack that's going on the back of the truck where I'm driving up my four seater Honda Talon whenever that shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a 2500 coil spring truck, and I tow my about 7500 pound travel trailer with this truck. Right, so putting 1700 pounds plus in the bed 
towing the travel trailer is just going to put a little too much weight on the back. I actually I just ordered a set of pack brake out there that are new Alpha series 7500 uh, rear airbags for the truck. Um, you know, just towing the trailer, I don't need them. But since I'm adding probably at this point, probably close to 2000 pounds, probably more, a little bit more than 2000 pounds on the back of the truck. Mm -hmm. I need that extra, need that extra support. So that's like the, that's the first, this is the first, the first mod. I did it. My you first did. Mod. Yeah. Or yeah. my first mod today. So I'll get a set of pack brake airbags. I'm going to eventually do some in cab controls for them, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of building this truck for just going to make it a, an awesome tow machine. Mm -hmm. Awesome tow machine. One other thing I wanted to mention that we could talk about later, but I was thinking of a Cooper had asked me a day because everybody names their truck around here. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what's the name of your truck? And I'm like, you know, I really don't know. yet. <laughs> like it's, it's just kind of, I can't use because there's like seven silver trucks here. Yeah. Like we have, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I can't, and Brian's got a, Awesome name for his truck, Long John Silver. Yeah. It's a long bed, silver. It so just makes gone. sense. Yeah. Right? I can't use that. What I was thinking, <laughs> and I think I might have mentioned this to you, I, I was thinking of calling it the Silver Slug. Now, bear with me here, okay? Slug, it's slow. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. obviously. It's, sto it's a stock truck, right? But does it transform? It's silver. Is that where we're going? No. Oh, damn it. It's silver. Okay. What Do slugs have... The, that's a snail. Gosh, it's already... You know what? I already just talked myself out of that because maybe the silver snail then. Okay, silver snail. Okay, because a snail right. has a a shell, right, right. that it carries yeah. around. Yeah. I'm going to have a rack with a side-by-side -side that I'm going to be carrying around. Okay. Okay? It's also... It also leaves a trail, which eventually is probably going to leave a trail of transmission fluid. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> 16 RFE live. <laughs> so I was like, right, you know what? That kind of fits. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll. F I don't know. I'm not like super dope on it. I feel like you could do something better. I feel do like better. I could too. I need to do better. I feel like I'm um, hallucinating already. I know it's. All right, let's talk about your excursion. Okay. What is your plans with What is your plans with that thing, man? Because you haven't done really anything other than fix a couple of things. But I want to know what you're going to do. That's cool. Okay. Um, and we haven't talked about this at all. So just yeah. so everybody else knows, we haven't. Tyler shot me a message, and I started typing things, but then we never actually talked more about it. Yeah. So a uh, quick recap. Um, if you are unfamiliar with what I drive right now, um, I have a 2001 Ford Excursion. I bought it basically sight on, well, <coughs> sight saw because I saw it driving into work and I bought it on lunch from a dealership around the corner from where I work. Um, has two, it now has 245,000 miles on it. I believe it was a 200 vehicle. Um, it is essentially the, the very bare bones basics. It has, uh, an exhaust on it, has an AFE intake has the super old school edge juice with attitude yeah. like the silver one that does not plug into the obd2 port um airbags and aftermarket wheels and basically stock size tires and the oldest touchscreen kenwood deck you've ever <laughs> seen in your life yeah and that is literally it um the windows are tinted <laughs> forgot right hey, new yeah. back driver window yeah, because I had it for like <laughs> four days and someone broke the window out of it. That was, that was depressing anyhow. Yeah. Um, I've done – I'm going to go over the recap of what I've done on it real quick. Um, a lot of it's been maintenance, uh, and, and a lot of it is because it's the frame of mind with this vehicle. Um, the My wife and I were paymentless uh, on vehicles since I sold my first excursion. Yes, the previous one that I had that was super badass. You can see it on the website. Um, 
and we were kind of rebuilt, did our, got our, our house and everything like that. Yeah. We weren't like screwed over or anything like that. We just, we had to like put our priorities in one basket, get a house. And so we're good there. Yeah. Um, but I knew I always wanted another excursion. I drove a suburban for a while, not the same. You got an excursion, and it works out especially well because uh, we've alluded to it in a couple other episodes. But I do have another baby on the way, actually, a baby girl. Woo! Coming in December, yeah. Congratulations, dude. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I made I made like the official uh, on on Instagram uh, last week, and then we did a, the gender last uh, yeah this weekend, and yeah. So, baby girl, her name's Olivia. I'm I'm excited. Right My on. wife's excited too. Cool. Um, yeah. So I've basically been going through trying to just get the basics on this excursion done because it just right now it just needs to work right it has to start it has to work the and it has to be comfortable i am going to take a little bit of credit for you getting an excursion because you weren't even looking at excursions I, the excursion guy was literally not looking at excursions if you want to hear that thought process i there i gotta find the episode i, I'm, I may link it in the description here or something like that but when, when i talk about buying it tyler literally like mentioned you are in excursion territory. Why don't you just buy one? Well, and like the next day, every he's like, I'm looking for this. I need good room. I need a third row seat. I need all the you know for kids and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, you're literally explaining an excursion. Yeah. Like, what is you? What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I was just so so mindset that I was not going to get my old excursion back. Yeah. That I wasn't going to be able to build that same thing. But once I started looking at what I was looking to compromise for, I was like. Sure. I am like a thousand dollars off from just buying a higher mileage excursion. <laughs> right. Why don't I just do that? Yeah, and, and that's so I did. Like, and the things fell together. That. that was great. It, it, was, it fell together great. Uh, we actually have an episode of where we went and looked at an, another excursion too that I did not buy. Um, yeah, that one's called. Uh, was it? Was uh, it? Um, dealerships or uh, used like used cars, scrapyards, and scan tools or something like that. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah. It was it was a great it was a great day, great weekend, all around week time right there. Excuse me. So uh, when I got it, I mean, it had a massive boost leak that I tracked down, gained some more power and economy off of that. It was leaking fuel and oil. Um, I did a set of high pressure oil pump lines, mm-hmm. and I basically went through and resealed everything I could in the valley fuel wise. Um, I had to replace one fuel line just to prevent the maintenance there. And I have the EBV like bailing wired open right now. Don't judge me. I know. I just, I'm, I'm not there yet to do the turbo on there. I will eventually do it, but I'm not there yet. Um, I do know for a fact that the up pipes are ticking, so I will have to replace that eventually. Um, I had a, uh, as you know from the blue truck, I'm very in tune with you know gears and rear ends now because that's my life basically. Right. Um, and I felt a rear end clunk, so I decided to get ahead of the ball there. Um, I did new carrier bearings and pinion bearings in the rear. Um, took care of the clunk for a while, but then I now have figured out that I do have a, a more not serious but different clunk in the rear and that's because my the clutches on the limited slip in the back are basically shot yeah um other than that i well uh driver's side rear caliper was hanging up um my passenger side front hub was stuck on um it's, I, i've been finding like all these little things yeah and it's been actually very satisfying because oh, okay. every time i find one of these little things they just they just kind of expose themselves right yeah and then i just find them every time i fix one of these things the truck it just runs better could you imagine, yeah. like, this is how used cars go to absolute shit. Yeah. Is, like, someone that obviously doesn't know will just will just overlook all those little things that you mm-hmm. noticed. And then those eventually will compile up and cause a bigger problem. Yeah. And so it's... And cause it's, you to think you're driving this piece of crap. Right. And, 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 and like, I'm not saying all these things were free, but, like, O-ring kit and fuel line for the Valley. 
all said and done, including the brake clean, hundred bucks. Right. The the bearings for the back that kit's like three hundred bucks. Yeah, I know, not cheap, whatever. But like the 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 caliper. It's, it's cheaper than what it would have been if you let it go and have something else happen. That's yeah. Wipe something or else out. Like, so it's buy a new vehicle. Like I, I knew what I was getting into with the mileage on this thing. Right. I knew right. there was going to be little things that are going to. Like, yeah, you're I, actually I would, coming out pretty damn good on this on this rig. So far, yes. For for the mileage it has, I'm not saying it's like super crazy. Um, and for what you've had to fix, it's relatively minor. Yeah, it starts up every morning. The heat works. The AC is getting fixed right now. And is it really? Yeah. Oh, right on. Um, and these are things I just I knew that was going to have to happen. So yeah. I've been like slowly like keeping money aside to make sure I can fix that stuff. Sure, for sure. So that all being said, um, and, and the whole mentality behind this thing, as far as like where I'm at right now, is I, I really I'm, I'm preventative and replacing parts as needed. Until I have this thing paid off or damn near paid off, yeah, and, and I don't have a, I don't have a crappy loan on it. You know, I, I was well within my budget of buying this. It's easily affordable every month, um, but I'm just I'm trying to make sure that I'm, you know, especially another baby coming. Like I'm setting myself up, right? Yeah. Like I I'm, and I do have plan. Like I I do have I think I have plans. Apparently, Tyler has plans for me that I didn't know about. <laughs> we're gonna walk away from this, but yes. Uh, and even last week, I got to tow with it for the first time. Filled up the airbags, filled up the tires, towed with it. It did great. Perfect. Didn't even re- left it on the race tune. Ooh. High low boost fueling. Dangerously. Yeah, left it on tune four, <laughs> high low boost fueling. Didn't even touch it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so the high pressure oil pump's like, I'm trying. Yeah, I will I'm say. I'm trying. <laughs> my, my high pressure oil pump is, I wouldn't say it's unhealthy, but it's definitely past its prime. Yeah. Um, the injectors are past its prime. Um, but I'm, I'm running, you know, I'm changing filters constantly or, or regularly and I'm using fuel additive and I'm using shapers. So I, and I know like I have money put aside for when those things happen. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm biding my time. I'm getting the most I can out of it. And other than that, it's been a great vehicle. Sounds good. What did we do into it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Like Let's, I want to go into like, uh, I, we don't, I don't want to say like fantasy land, but just, mm-hmm. Like if you just like what someone could you could have a goal for a truck that you want to make it look a certain way or, you you know, or whatever. And there's what's cool with like, well, I think this is with really any aftermarket performance industry is you've got options. Okay, there's the high end way. There's the good, but not all the way. There's the media and then there's the Mm -hmm. low budget way to do it. So you can. Have this look that you want on your truck. You and there's different cost avenues to go on with it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what I want to what I want to ask you and 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 find out from you is, I, I know where your head's at. You probably want to go to the uh, the high end side, but you, your wallet. I, I've been getting better about that with myself. I know, but your uh, wallet's yeah. probably saying, "Let's go mid range." Yeah. So okay. the 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 best way I can put that is the and I don't know if this this term w- was coined by him, but and we've all described it and talked about it. But uh, Dirty Max Jack, YouTube guy. We've all. I mean, if if you don't know of him, you probably have. Uh, I don't know him personally, but I watch him because I'm an enthusiast as well. Like I know yeah. he has his brand and enthusiast and everything like that. But the I want that. What does he call like stock plus? Yeah. Or like uh, enhanced stock. I want this. This vehicle's purpose is this is the road trip vehicle. This is the one that always starts up. This is the one that my kids are going to thrash on the inside. This is the one that the dog's going to tear up the back seat on. 
But this is the one that I I have no problem driving cross country, and I have no problem pulling a trailer with. I have no tra- problem pulling a boat with. I have no problem putting my wife in the front seat and say, "Go ahead, go drive down to California to see your family." Like the yeah, the and keeping that all in mind with the parts that I'm going to change on it, and and I and it comes down to even the the example I'm going to use here is um, like, do I do a fast fuel system on there? Or do I do like a driven diesel fuel system or like an irate fuel system on there? Yeah. And I'm a huge advocate of fast. I have nothing against them. Okay. I had a fast on my old truck. Yeah. But I'm even considering going a different route with either driven diesel or irate because you can get those kits that utilize a fuel pump that you can walk in to Napa and buy. Yeah. While it is a higher output fuel pump than stock, but something so that when my wife calls me and she's on the road or something like that, or we're on the road yeah, and shit goes downhill Oh, fuel pumps out. Tow truck, take me to the nearest auto parts store. Yeah. I'd like that wall bore pump, please. Yeah. Thank you very much. I go yeah. back to my toolkit. I put it back on the truck. And guess what? We're on the road moving again. Yeah, for sure. That's the idea I'm going with. All right. I'm going to start you with suspension. What's your plan? Are you going to lift it? Are you going to do any replacement of springs? What, yes. what are you doing? Yes. What are you, uh, what are you thinking? You want to take a walk down the uh, spiral of depression with me? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the 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 experience I have with excursions are basically stock suspension. I did a leveling shackle on the first excursion, mm-hmm. and then I just said f it all and went straight Carly. Yeah. I went Deavers front and rear, Kings two five with the reservoirs front and rear. Like I basically went to the the extreme best, end, yep. the best leaf sprung suspension you can put on that platform. Period. Like, hands down, period. Did it operate the way it should? Hell yeah. Did it ride good? Totally. Did it do work? You bet. Like, 100%. And then then the caveat here is that leaf sprung truck. Bolt-on. I will say this. If you're looking at a car kit, there's only two things you got to do that are not bolt-on. You got to weld in shock tabs for your shocks. That's it. Otherwise, this is literally a bolt-on kit. It's not cheap. I'm gonna say it's it. not. I'm gonna say it. we're all thinking it's not cheap. Okay, yeah. guys, hundred percent. I get good pricing on stuff. Obviously, still not cheap. Still not cheap. Yeah. Okay. So hear me out on the the thought process on this here. Okay. And it's so, a six inch kit, which I don't four know. And if, oh, was it? I four thought it was a four. It oh, was originally wow. advertised as a three, and it actually ended up being a four and a half. Oh, why did I think it was a six? No. I don't know. It just looked really high, I guess. It was tall. It, it's built to fit 35s. I had 37s on it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> um, but, okay, so t- take a walk with me, everybody. Like, this is my thought process. Like, I'm I'm not trying to like, I'm just like you guys. Everybody put your like, pistol in the other room. Yeah. Take a walk <laughs> down the cycle, the, you know, the spiral of depressing yeah. here. So, and I walk my through walk through this thing because of budget and because of the outlook or the out, the outcome that I want. Right. Do I need this thing six inches tall on 37s? Absolutely not. Do I need it on 37s? Absolutely not. Do I want it on 35s? Honestly, I kind of don't want to regear this thing. Yeah. I, I, I would, I think 35s in my, like, I don't really want to put a 35 on it. Yeah. I'll Stop do it one if second I can. right there. Did you guys hear what he just said? He didn't want to go to 37s because he didn't want to regear it. That was the only. Y'all need to remember that because when you, you guys are putting giant wheels and tires on your truck. Mm-hmm. Go back to all of our other episodes that we talk about gearing. Gearing is so important, mm-hmm. especially if you're a Cummins owner with a 68 RFE. Bingo. <laughs> and it's not because I don't know how to do gears. I do know how to do gears now. Like, yeah. I just I don't want to. I don't want to. Ha- 
have that being added cost because that's all comes right. out of my budget. Okay. Yeah. So I'd like to stick with I want to say thirty fives or lower. Okay. Um. So the next thing is okay. Well, the front end is a little low. It's got two and you know roughly two hundred fifty thousand miles on these springs. They're sagging and they're also raked from the factory. Okay. So I want to do something with the front springs. Okay. First things first. What's easy to install and not that bad on the pocketbook? Elastic shackles with a leveling kit on there, or just a, a shackle on the front to level the front. Okay, not bad. I did that on my first excursion. It picked up the front end. I was able to fit 35s. They're rubbed, but it was good enough. Right. Got the job done. I'm working with springs at 250k on them. Yeah. It's not really going to help me out too much. And and here, here's the cycle here. Okay, guys. Okay, walk with me on this. <laughs> I'm going off all retail pricing here. Okay. So elastic shackles for the leveling for the front, 420 bucks, 450 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Super easy install. Okay. It's like a direct replacement shackle. Yes, direct replacement. Super easy. So install level high. Cost, okay, 420 bucks. That's fine. Okay. If I wanted to get the front end up a little bit and get a little bit better ride out of it, you can replace the leaf springs with a set of, I think they're X-Code uh, Super Duty springs. So basically from like, I want to say it's like a V10 F350. I could be wrong. Uh, there's a guy, a junior in a company called ATS, that is like a magician with all this kind of stuff. It's on the excursion forums. Um, but basically, we do like a spring swap in the front to just pick the nose up. I don't want it like – if I can just make it level with the rear, I'm happy. That's yeah. it. Like I'm not trying to get a lot out of it and get a better ride of it. How much does a set of leaf springs cost? 450 bucks. Install, slightly worse than shackles. Yeah. Okay. U bolts and all that. Yeah. But I'm getting a new spring to work with, much better spring rate. Yeah. And, and just overall good to go. Right. Okay. So now we're, we're still at that same price range, but things are getting better. So now it's like, well, what if I wanted like, what if I do end up wanting to go with something a little bit bigger or like be a, I have a proper 35. Okay. Well, I know that I still want to replace the front leaf springs no matter what. Like I, they're, they're sacked out. Yeah. I want them replaced. So anything, any kit that does not include a full front leaf spring, I'm not interested in. Right. So my next best thing that I always the next best brand that I always th- come to that's always like the best bang for the buck suspension wise BDS for sure D- 10 times out of 10 bang for the buck BDS is going to get the job done yeah and they do not sponsor this podcast even a little bit yeah like straight up and they they the lowest option excursion kit they have that has a full front leaf spring is a four inch slipped I don't want to put a four inch lift on this thing. Yeah. I want it lo- I, like I don't want to lower it, but I want it lean. I want it. Uh, I want this thing to get good mileage on it. I want my wife to feel comfortable driving this thing. Yeah, I don't want to sure. be putting car seats in like this. Yeah, like, you know, just I don't want to do that. I'm not there anymore. Um, but they do make a. Uh, well, the nice thing about that one is you can get the the Fox shocks all the way around on there. Yeah, and the reason that's important is because excursion guys going to hear me on this one. The rear shocks they have a different attachment on the body side than the F-250 and F-350s do. Um, they have, like, the bar that goes through it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. A bar with two bolts through it? Yeah, like a Duramax. Yes, like exactly. A, yeah. Yes, they have that on the body side. Uh, go ahead. Look for shocks for stock height that are anything better than a B, uh, yeah, Bilstein 4600. Go ahead. Oh, wait. doesn't exist. Fox doesn't make <laughs> it until you get to a four-inch lift. So BDS has that. BDS, Fox, same company, parent, kid, whatever. Yeah. Um, so they have that four-inch. Okay. But they make... A Super Duty 2-inch. No, I may be wrong here. Maybe it's a... Man, I may be misspeaking here. I think it's a 6-inch that comes with a full front leaf spring. And then the the 2-inch is just a leveler or something like that. 
Um, I'm gonna yeah, because they'll do they'll do a full leaf spring in the front, and then uh, uh, the cheaper of it will be the block in the back. Yeah, and I'm looking it up right now because I don't want to misspeak on this thing. Um, this is how much I've already searched it. It automatically. So pulls what up I got out of everything that you said, you don't want to do a four inch lift. So you want to do, and you're debating doing leveling with like a set of sh- a shackle, a set of sh- shackles. So you're looking for something around like a three inch of total lift. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. I was correct, but I just want to make sure I clarify here. So you can get a four inch excursion lift. Okay. Leaf springs in the front, blocks in the back, um, track bar drop bracket, and you have the opportunity for Fox shocks on that. Um, I, th- I, I still don't want to do four inch. I had a four and a half inch. I don't want to do a four inch. Right. I, I want to keep things low and lean. And that's kind of where those stock Ford springs come back into play. But like, sure. okay. But for the super duties, the mono beam super duties in the front, you can get a two inch lift that has a full front leaf spring. The reason I'm pretty sure the reason they don't offer that same kit for the excursion is because Fox doesn't make shocks, shocks for the rear, nor does BDS make shocks for the rear for that low with that weird bar in the back. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with there. And then I keep going further. Like, okay, well, now I'm going to spend all that money and I'm going to get a better ride out of it, but I've pretty much, I've already had the best ride you can out of a leaf sprung truck in the front. Well, if I'm worried about ride and I'm already considering spending, you know, 1200 bucks, 1500 bucks, yeah. close, maybe close to 2000 if I start like pimping this thing out, you know, if I'm okay spending 2000 where do I go from there? What's better? Radius arm swap. Yeah. Okay. So get myself a front uh, and a front axle out of like a six liter or six four. Coil springs. Coil springs, radius arms, a um, little bit of fabrication involved, but not a whole lot. Right. Um, the guys that uh, was it busted knuckle did it on their excursion with some Carly stuff as well. Um, badass. Uh, better ride out of it. Better wheel selection. Um, to be honest, that was that was what I'm that that was what I was hoping you would be doing with that. That was it. I you can keep it that low and lean. Exactly. I can keep it low and lean with coil springs in the front. Yeah. Um, and I actually, that was my original plan for the excursion in the first place. I was going to do a, a radius arm swap on the front. Yeah. I had the axle. I you bought did. the axle. Yeah. Um, and so now I put myself there. I'm like, okay, if I'm willing to spend that much money on a leaf spring thing, I could probably start buying my own stuff and piece together the coil swap in the front with radius arms. And I'm talking like stock Ford radius arms. Like yeah. I, I'm not even, I'm not doing anything big badass. I don't need it. This doesn't You probably do it. a set of like the BDS ones or something for. If I needed to, like if, if I couldn't source or find stock Ford ones, yeah, I'd probably just buy the, the, the yeah. BDS radius arms or something like that. Um, but, and I'm like, okay, well I'm there. I'm like, well now this thing has snowballed from replacing a shackle to fabricating new front end stuff. Do I want to put that kind of money and time into the excursion? Do I? Because it, it is a lot of work. I've got another truck to worry about. I've got right. like the blue truck is supposed to be the play thing, you know. Right. And, and then once we start doing radius arm stuff on the front, we start getting away from that. Um, if my wife's driving in the California and she pulls into a shop, can someone fix it? Some guys can look at this and go like, "What in the hell?" Right. Like, and his, his, his brain's gonna be like excursion, coil springs, four wheel drive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like trying to figure out that and you know, I'm going to have to explain to the guy on the phone like right. for all intents and purposes the front axle is basically from an 08 truck but it's an 01 I know I know like trying to do all that like I, uh, I start going away from that and then I bring myself back down it's like okay well I was okay spending $2,000 so why don't I just do a set of new leaf springs for the front 
some Bilstein shocks, a Bilstein steering stabilizer, install it in my garage over a weekend, like yeah. probably in a day, and get a better ride and better budget out of this thing. Because it's going to need injectors. It's going to need a high-pressure oil pump. It's going to need tires eventually. You know, just trying. I'm looking at the big picture here. Okay. So, I'm still not sure what I'm going to do. Well, then I was going to ask you about wheels and tires, but if you still don't know. But maybe you'll know on wheels. Like, what are you thinking for wheels? Are you going to change those? The, the, so the color of this excursion, it's, it's a, a, a deep, dark red, a ruby, if you will. Um, and I like the color of it. I, with that, like, stock plus, I'd be okay finding, like, factory 16-inch Alcoas, like Ford factory 16-inch Alcoas, yeah. getting them, you know, properly polished and, and, and resurfaced and things like that. Okay. And running those with a set of, you know, moderate tires on there. Um, I know I sound like an <laughs> asshole, right? Like I'm the worst. You got to remember though, the like hell? I've got this, the, the other, if you, if you, if this is your first time tuning in, I've got this 97, you know, single cap power truck. That's the rowdy truck. I, I equate that truck. You're going to hate me on this one, right? I equate that truck to a doctor who still soaks cigarettes. <laughs> okay. That okay. truck is like the walking hypocrite of what we, what, what I do. Yeah. Here. Okay. Like, All right. I, I'm like, do things proper. Don't overfuel your truck. Blah, blah, blah. Make sure you take care of the supporting modifications first. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do I it. I didn't do it. <laughs> so what me and what Ben and I have talked about with that blue truck is eventually we wanted to get to a point with this podcast that yeah. we're, uh, we're going out and, and uh, you know, seeing people on the ground. You know what I'm saying? On the streets. <laughs> on the streets. Or on, a man on the streets. And so we were thinking, like, we should make this We should make this blue truck like this. Um, you should uh, do something with that, too, since they're just getting warm and we've got cold upstairs. Um, just making it like this just rowdy, party, sled pull, whatever we want to do with it type of truck and go have fun. Like, and, and, and you know, just go play. Like, that would be... 100%. Like and, and this is uh, the the agreement that I made with you, and this is not a a like total total shout out to like give me free stuff. I'll, I'll get you to me here. Okay, I gotta finish my speech here. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like I want free stuff, right? Uh, but the agreement was if if I can get essentially if I can get a clutch in this truck and some other little things here and there. Um, yeah, we can go out and party in that truck. I'd like to sled pull. I would like to watch. Yeah, I would say pull. if I can get a clutch and get the freaking the bed taken care of, because um, I got a bed. I think the, you should leave it. <laughs> just let it flop If around. it falls out, it falls if out. If it dies, <laughs> it dies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so basically, if I can get the not even I don't even like a turbo. Like I've got some major boost leaks on this thing, but I don't care. Like I just this, yeah, this, it's a safety precaution is, at this point. <laughs> is party mode hundred percent? Oh, thank you, buddy. So if Look I can basically get whoa, get uh, the clutch in this thing that'll hold me basically beat the living crap out of it, which Delton was on here. We were talking about doing a clutch. I already know what clutch I need. But if I can get one of those in there by that time, because um, the, the sled pull has come through our-ish area, Moses Lake, a little bit towards the center of the state. Yeah. Um, they do two of them. I think they had they to skip their one first right one. They usually have one at the fairgrounds, too. I'm not doing the fairgrounds. Why not? <laughs> Do you, right next to the shop. Do you dude. have to qualify? I don't think so, dude. Because I will not qualify. <laughs> this thing's got one. It's got dude, one run. Okay, so almost every event that I've gone to that's been like an official event, like we could talk to the guys and be like, hey. I know. I could probably be like, <laughs> like if, if Burton's gonna, up there, be like, we're going to run it. Like, hey, Burton. Um, 
mind if we run it real you, quick? I want to run this thing. And I'll be honest, I've never done this before. So can I put you on Bluetooth in my headset? And like, yeah. Can you help me out? Yeah. And if he says no, I'll be like, Lenny, go talk to Burton. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> he would let us do it. Trust me. But I think that'd be I think that'd be super fun. But okay, so suspension, you're kind of. I got. I I will say so. I, between the two, I will say I'm pretty split between. Just a leaf spring replacement in the front, okay, or radius arm swap, okay. That's I'd say those Fair are enough. probably the two most viable things right now. Wheels, we got you in some Alcoas, kind of mm-hmm. cool. Okay, uh, you know mm-hmm. it's a different style, it's a different the, the vibe because they're, they're okay. going to match what I'm going to do with the front. Picture you in an Alcoa vibe, but hey, because they're going to match what I'm going to do with the front. Uh, like okay. the, the 05 front end on the front. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But you can still do a good set of we- nice set of wheels on there and. Okay, uh, truth be told, if I were to do an aftermarket Honestly, set of wheels on Honestly, the Alcoas thing, are probably going to cost you more than, like, a set of methods. I, I can find the, the factory Alcoas that are beat up and have them redone. There's that I, cost, I know, though, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, so... so I, hold right. on. I will say, if I did have to do an aftermarket... I said did, like, I, I'm forced to, okay? Mm. The, the truck runs fine, okay? It's got aftermarket wheels, and they're great. Actually, I hate them. But the tires are fine. I actually hate them. But they get the job done. <laughs> and that's the goal here, okay? Yeah. Um, the If I was going to do aftermarket wheels and tires, and I had enough room to do about a 35, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going bronze. You So you can in that truck. Hell yeah. With I that can. color? Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I still have yet. I could probably do bronze on my truck. I ain't going to do bronze. I'm not doing that. But I've always wanted a truck that I could do bronze wheels with. And uh, so I'm a little jealous that if you do that. But anyways, okay. So we've got either Alcoas or some bronze wheels. Some 35s. We don't need to talk about tires. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Performance-wise, are you like, mm-hmm. what, Are you looking to do like a, a 38R with like a, either an a, a adrenaline or like a full force? Mm-hmm. H pop with like a regulated return and some, I mean, what are you what are you thinking? Horsepower goal, like what's your what's your? So the with it being an O one, I did to verify by checking uh, the bottom of the rods because you can see a bolt or a bolt head or a nut sticking through. I did verify it has powder metal rods. So basically, my working limit is like three seventy five four hundred. Um, excuse me. Um, I know I'll need injectors. I know I'll need high pressure oil pump. I know I need turbo. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to get there. Right, um, we know that, but I yeah. want end goal. Like, what's so your the, the end goal? I would like to, assuming that I'm able to keep that that long block in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I, I do have a contingency plan if that block shits the bed. You yeah. know, it's it's a little bit more expensive, obviously, but I have a plan for that. It's a sure. it's a plan that I'm going to do anyway. I don't think you're going to have a problem with that. Look at your other truck. I mean, come on now. All right, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking. Um, and the nice thing about having two seven threes is I, I want parts to be interchangeable. Um, it will need a high pressure oil pump. I'm a huge fan of the diesel adrenaline. There's a good chance I'm going to do that. Um, but I mean, honestly, that that's the truck. I, I may try some other high pressure oil pumps out. Yeah. You know, there's other there's other pumps on the market. I may try them. I don't know yet. Right. And this is not again not a dig for sponsors. Like I just I've never had two seven threes to mess around with before. Right. You know. So I, I may try that. I do know for a fact that for injectors. Um, I will be talking to Lightning again. Yeah. And um, even though he doesn't technically make a single shot injector for Super Duties, he recommends sticking with a split shot. And I'm going to talk to him in this as well. He may very well talk me out of this. 
But my goal is to uh, so I have basically his hundred horse single shot injectors in my blue truck. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting hundred horse injectors in the, in the super. No, or in I, the yeah. I just yeah. I'm not playing with fire. But I will do like a fifty horse single shot injector. Right. And the reason I'm doing that, I know I have hundreds in that truck and fifties in this truck. But that means that they are essentially like they are interchangeable. Yeah, I can take that sure. set, put in this one, put this set over in that one. If for some reason the, the blue truck has to go bye bye, I can put the you know fifties in that one and run the hundreds in the excursion for the time being until something else. Like just it, right. There's more interchangeable parts there, and obviously Lenny makes badass injectors, so the truck's going to run real smooth, especially for a single shot injector. Um, turbo wise, I'm keeping it simple. Um, probably a thirty eight R. If not that, BD turbo thruster two. Yeah, you know this thing is drop right into drill bearing turbo. It's the only thing that's the a journal bearing turbo, like the thruster two is the only thing that it has over a thirty eight R in my opinion and price. Um, Did you know I rebuilt a seven three turbo and it's still running to this day? Jeremy's? No, Mark's. Wait, not Jer- Mark. I was thinking of Mark yeah. the whole time, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, journal bearing turbo. I mean, they're not that hard. No. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but some like that to match a set of fifty horse injectors. Um, I will need to do up pipes. I'll, I'll do BD up pipes. I did those on my last one, 100% doing those again. Um, when I have that going on, um, I may try and get the manifolds dusted and put back on. And those of you thinking about this, 7th year manifolds, huge debate. Huge they, debate. Because from the manifold. Huge. I thought there was no idea what I'm talking about. He has <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> so the 7th-3s from the factory do not have any sort of uh, mounting gasket, surface prep, anything any sort of mating surface help as far as manifold to head they're just a straight machine to finish bolt there yeah. you go um the debate is always like well it came from the factory you should just put them back on that way well things warp over time i get that so everybody's like well i'm gonna machine the manifolds down like okay do you machine the head well no like well now you've got two surfaces that are imperfect you need to put something in there yeah but they didn't have that from the factory <laughs> like okay yeah well i'm not putting a gasket in there you know gaskets leak <laughs> and i and We'll do a multi-layer steel gasket. Uh, gaskets leak. <laughs> well, we'll then put some, you know, what's that, the, the aircraft bronze, you know, gasket maker stuff on there. Put that on there. Oh, uh, that could leak. It's like, you realize that basically after like 150,000 miles, your your manifolds are probably just leaking no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and, and Cummins, guys, multi-layer steel gasket. All the improvements to the show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to our epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carb certifications and making high-quality parts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Thousands of horse, literally thousands of horsepower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, 7-3 guys. You're not making thousands of horsepower. <laughs> yeah. You're not creating so much drive pressure and so much exhaust pressure with your 7.3 cubic inches that you're going to start blowing out exhaust manifold gaskets. Like, yeah. Just do it properly, <laughs> torque it down properly, and get shit machined. You're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, seven three guys. I'm on you, but like, shut up about it already. I feel like you guys are the guys that like, um, like at a grocery store, like where like someone would grab a, a thing of something and like put it in the wrong section under like where a tag would say it's on sale, uh-huh. and then like they go to the register and they'd be like, Whoosh. it said it was on sale." And you're like, "Sir, that wasn't even the same yeah. thing. It was like you were buying bread, and that was like that was milk." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, it doesn't matter. It said it." Yeah. It said it. Like, that's what I feel like. Seven, three. You basically <laughs> just called 7-3 guys a whole bunch of Karens. <laughs> well, um, 
If the shoe if, fits, if the shoe Karen. Fits, I'm sorry. If the if the it quacks like a duck. What what did Karen wear? Like a a, a platform a blouse. No, like a blouses. A, a platform uh, <laughs> flip flop. I feel like it's a Karen Crocs. right there. Crocs. Crocs. <sighs> maybe Crocs. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, I would say the the goal is to just you know so mild upgrades. We're talking fifty horse injectors, maybe a GTP thirty eight R or a turbo thruster two, mm-hmm. high pressure oil pump, probably a regulated return. Yes, if I have and, a chance, I will do a regular return hundred percent, and maybe a, you know a fuel system and call it a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can respect that. It, it just it needs to be it needs to fire up every time. It needs to run smooth and run good. Like I'm thinking about even adding a resonator to my exhaust right now. Isn't it crazy when you get older how much like horsepower doesn't matter, and how much like doing a bunch of really like cool shit just doesn't matter. Like I get that portion of it. it like I still have that bug. But at the same time, well, I do like too. But like, the, I, it it doesn't matter as much because you you are definitely more worried about functionality because you have other yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, you know, like I I would I want to know. Oh, I, I'm, we, I didn't even talk about transmission. Um, I will have to address the yeah. transmission. It's got some miles on there. Um, I'm not going to be able to get away with what I did last time because my last time my transmission only had like 120 on it when I I serviced right. it and did stuff. So I did like uh, an accumulator, a uh, converter, uh, flex plate. Uh, deep sump pan, external filter, um, and adjusted the, the shift firmness and with the accumulator, and it worked fine. It held the power I was making. Uh, this transmission's got way more miles on that. Not going to get away with it. Um, not sure what I'm going to do with the transmission yet. If I'm left to my own devices, I will probably give the 4R to John yeah. and tell him to do his thing. You know, let him know exactly what I'm doing. You know, you know the, the dude saved my marriage once already. He's going to probably do it again. <laughs> right. I'm going to give. I'm going to tell him exactly what I want. Um, I will be replacing the converter. I will be replacing the flex plate. I don't technically need to, but 7.3s are known for having flex plate issues after high mileage. Um, and deep sump pan and, you know, letter E. Like, I, yeah. I want to know that whatever horsepower I'm making, which is not going to be a lot. Like, I'll be honest, I'm probably shooting for that 350. Okay. A really good, Fair enough. punchy, reliable 350. And that so that I know that, like, when my wife just floors it to get out of the way of something, Shit's going to pop off. It's going to move, and she's not going to break anything. Do you know what I feel like you guys should get, since you guys have a growing family? Mm-hmm. You guys should get a camper. You guys should camper. It's on the it. list, man. Like, we, you should do it. I really want to. Uh, after, after we went camping on Memorial Day, my uh, my wife was just like, man, Ricky has such a good time camping. And she likes camping, too. Like, she, like my wife, I will say, like, the impression. So I call it, okay, I'm going to say camping, okay, <laughs> but it's kind of glamping, okay, because yeah. I've got a trailer that we, we take. We, d- we go out almost every week, pretty much every weekend we go out. Yeah. And it's it's so nice to have, like, a home away from home that has all the amenities that you need. And, and here's the thing. When we go camping, when I go camping, we don't spend any time in our trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, none at all. I mean, just at night and, you know, throughout the day or whatever. But we're mostly hanging out outside. But I, f- I feel like uh, I feel like you, you guys, you guys' family you got going on would, would yeah. enjoy that. And and, and, I, and also, I'm just kind of saying that because we need a camping buddy. I know. <laughs> and, and to be honest, like I I never grew up in a trailer camping or anything like that. We we, were, tent always, or, we were always yeah. tenting or back of the truck. Um, and we didn't even camp that much. That's just what we what I grew up with. Uh, Your wife will like it so much more i know she will and she grew up camping. camping as well like totally oh god yeah she's gonna oh my god i know we, well we we've, i'll tell you right now yeah. our bed and our camper is more comfortable than our bed at home like there's been nights at at home or mm-hmm. like you know 
You want to go sleep in the camper? Yeah. <laughs> we got like a Serta freaking badass <laughs> mattress in there. So I, I, I would <laughs> say that probably the only things stopping us from a camper right now are a uh, place to park it. Yeah, that's a big honest. thing. Uh, a little bit of budget. Okay, I'll be honest, a little bit of budget. We got baby coming all kind of stuff. Sure, for sure. Um, and just what we want out of it. And I, I've been slowly starting to watch camper Here's review videos in front of my wife to kind of like get You her, guys get yeah. a camper, and you guys go camping with us. Cass and Lunette. L- Lunette. <laughs> I know her name. <laughs> Lynette. <laughs> get together. They book some spots. Mm-hmm. So you have like a summer kind of booked out. And here's – we start camping at like as soon as we yeah. can. So we, we – honestly, my favorite seasons are fall and spring. Like those are the best where you have nice hot fire and it's not like god-awful hot at night. They get together. They get their spots or whatever. I've got a four-seater side-by-side. Like, let's go ripping. Oh, let's Ricky, go ripping. Ricky Rue would love that. Oh, so my oh gosh. Oh, God. And then we just we we, 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 we chill, we hang, we, yeah. we you know, we drink some drink some brews. So the, the thing we talk about right our now, trucks. Dude, uh, I, I talk about my truck to my to my wife and her, her mom and they're just like, God, shut up already. <laughs> I'm just like, I love that truck. Love it. I'm like, it's oh, so nice. It's so it's so nice compared to anything like oh my god. And they're just like, Yeah, we know. Yeah, we were in the truck the whole time. <laughs> we were in we the truck. We heard you in the truck. <laughs> So maybe I'm just I just need someone to go with me. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say the thing is right now budget we basically our budget is like pop up trailer right now, which I'm Ooh. not opposed to. But I would be if we're like don't I, do it. So yeah, I, I'm, don't I'm do pretty it. much on a don't do it platform right now. The obviously because it's it's climate control is a big issue because there's no hard wall. Something so AC winter, though. you're not going to get AC in there. Um, but the the thing with that is. We're already not camping enough right now because we don't have that at all. Right. So it's like it's a baby step. Like, I know this isn't going to handle winter. It's not going to handle early spring. It's not going to handle late fall. But at least if it gets us out during the summertime more, I'm happy with it. And it is for sure towable behind the excursion no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know, it just it, – it's – I don't know. I, I, I'd like to be the guy It's like, I know what I want. We're just going to finance it and be okay with it. But I'm not there right now. Right. Um, so I, I, I would say the camper is – I'm trying to get me and the little dude dirt bikes. Um, okay. I'm, I'm hoping to have okay. that by next summer. Right on. Um, the reason behind that is – here is here is an argument for you to get dirt bikes with your son to your wife. You shouldn't have to do this. I wouldn't say you should have to do this, but, like, just if you need that extra little card in your pocket here. <clears throat> this is, like, philosophical. This, this I feel like you've, you've – uh, you've, uh, um, you practice this. I did. Well, I, I didn't think about it till <laughs> now, but the, the, okay. Backstory. Do you want me to be a Lynette? Like I was in the like third episode. <laughs> hey, honey. Hi. <laughs> so my, my wife is not against dirt bikes. She grew up riding dirt bikes. It, it, this is the fact that we don't have any yet is purely just space, time, money. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm, I'm fully in agreement with her. Okay. Right. Like there are other things that we need to put our money towards right now. But I feel like your guys' house right now was like our first house. Yeah. Because we were the same thing. Like, we don't have space for a camper. We don't have space for any of this stuff. Like, what can we, you know? And we're already making plans. We, we, yeah. we're, we're planning on moving and buying another house in about two years, keeping our old house. But we're pl- that's our plan. You know, oh, we're, we're we'll do a little yeah. rent action. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Cass got a call today. She, I hate it when my wife does this. When she calls you and then you're, you're busy because you're working. 
and then she'll text you, call me, exclamation point. What does that mean to you? Uh, shit's on fire, help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I call her back, and she goes, Keller Williams just called us, and they, uh, they, they uh, well, no, she didn't say that first. She goes, I just got a call from someone, and they said, uh, do you live at blah, blah, blah address? And she's like, yeah. And uh, they asked if we wanted to sell our house. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, Cass. Like, you did, <laughs> do you know what, like, the things that went through my head when you <laughs> said, call me, exclamation point? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> so in this market, don't sell your house because yeah. you're, you're not going to find anything. Well, you're you living on the street. Yeah. I'm using that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so my, my wife, not against having dirt bikes. She grew up riding them. She knows that I want them, want them for me and Ricky. She knows how happy that makes Ricky and how happy yeah, it yeah. makes me. Like, she's not – it's just – it's a it's a purely just, like, as-need basis. So I'm thinking to myself – and I'm the kind of guy that always gets a snowboard pass. I always get a season pass somewhere and ride. Um, I'm not getting one this year because I'm, I'm having a baby in early December, late November. Uh, right. The, the likelihood of me being able to get out and ride – and make use of a season pass over this winter is pretty much slim to none. Um, if anything, with my son being four, we're going to get him on the slopes, like me and him spend some time, but definitely not enough to actually. Yeah, it might be on like a hill by your house or something like we that. Ha- yeah, we have a hill by the house. So it's yeah. like I'd rather put that money that I was going to pay for a season pass towards a little bit of gear for him and just go by, you know, go the hill and just get him used to it so that maybe towards the end of the season we go to like Mount Spokane and get some spring days or something like that. Sure. You know? um, but I'm thinking to myself, like, with how how stressed and how much energy it is right now with just me and my wife and our one almost four year old kid. Now throw in a six or seven month old baby in there. It's like the and, and I know this is all, all like when you have a second kid, you know, my job as a dad is obviously to help my wife, but it's also to you know my wife's job right now, once that baby is born, is the baby. It's right. her and the baby. The baby and her. My job is to make sure kid number one, and I don't mean that in like ranking, but just like the, <laughs> the first one's okay. Right. Like I, I know me and him are going to be spending a way lot more time together, which I'm totally fine with, but it's like, it's up to me to make sure like, you know, okay, we need to get him out of the house. Like that's yeah. on me. Let's go. And so, and, see how I'm going with this? Okay. 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 See how I'm going with this? Now, uh, like imagine that, you know, we have a me, a dirt bike for me and a dirt bike for him. And I'm not saying me and him are going to go rip some trails for four days or something like that. But, you know, go going to ride dirt bikes, you know, you can you can make that quite a process, especially for a four year old. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ricky, we're going to pack your bag. Okay, you got everything. Let's get in the car. Let's go through the check. I'm just trying to think of ways I can productively get me and my son out of the house, but also doing something that is actually really cool. Yeah. And, you know, teaching him, you know, responsibility where I can. And I mean, you're relatively uh close to that the uh, orv park yeah so it'd be super super and, easy and just being accountable like do you have all your stuff yes did you check your checklist yeah and, like doing that kind of stuff with them and getting there and even if they're riding we're only riding for two hours okay we get home you have all your stuff yeah okay let's spread your stuff out so it dries off let's go get the hose let's hose Clean off the bike. dirt bikes yeah okay did you did you check your filter did you do this okay let's put the bike on the stand and we've just burned a day yeah, and that for day sure. is my wife, you know, being home in the air conditioning, and you know, Dude, you could pick him up like a, a little fifty for like so cheap. We th- there's a, a DPP company fifty. Oh, yeah. Oh, we just have to get it for him. It means I need a dirt bag, basically. Yeah, yeah. What would you get? 
I'm not Honestly, a man, guy. I don't, I don't give know. shit. Like, <laughs> I, I have a great time even on, on a small wheel 125. Yeah. Like, I just need, honestly, something that can ride around with him while he's doing it. I'm going to look like a total scrub, too, because I'm going to be on, like, a, a bike that's for someone, like, smaller than my wife, but I'm going to be on it. Yeah. And it's more not? so, like, I'm out there. I'm having fun. He's having fun. Dude, I rode around on a BW200 for a whole freaking summer. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> like, I am not worried about that. And and so that, that that's my justification for us getting, getting dirt bikes. Um and I fully understand that dude, dirt you bike. You need a freaking camper, then, dude. I know. So, and that's why I'm thinking, Beaver, like, bro. like, no matter what camper I get, because I know I'm going to be at the toy hauler, and I'm not going to be able to fit dirt bikes. But whatever camper I'm going to get, I'm planning on adding to the snout so I can fit at least like two or three bike. dirt bikes on the front. For sure. Yeah. You don't want a tent camper, though, dude. I don't know. get a tent camper for what? I'll tell you two reasons, and they're kind of the same, and one's in reverse. Set up. Takedown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He just said one hour mm-hmm. at least. That's a pain in the ass. I d- it doesn't even take me that long to set up a tent. It's going to take you that long to put a freaking yeah. pop-up, dude. So I, I will say I've been low-key, like, turning on, uh, like, small RV re- review videos when me and my wife are. To get, like, an R-Pod or something. like. We I've been looking at, like, they, they don't call them, like, like, mini RVs, but they're basically just, like, a smaller one that has, you know, one full-size bed and then a maybe a one or two bunk and a small kit, like, no slide-outs, like a very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking, like, this is small. Yeah. But it is, you know, a three-season camper. Yeah. And I can have the front modified to put, you know, dirt bikes on the front, on the snout, yeah, well, or something sure. like that. You know, as long as it has a refrigerator, it has something to cook on, and it has AC, AC. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, it's something that I can flip the axle on, get it taller, or something that, I mean, so I'm going to show my, my trailer na- naivety here, okay? Okay. So, I, I found all these, like, smaller trailers that I like, but I'm thinking to myself, like, I expect more out of that trailer than what they're giving. I understand that trailers are, are usually, like, the, the cheapest options all bound together to make sure that you get good value. Right. I fully understand. I know I'm in my well, budget. Well, they're thinking of weight, mm-hmm. cost, mm-hmm. and weight. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and for me, Did it's I like, say weight? <laughs> like, I would like to get something that, like, it's obviously pretty much if I'm looking at a single axle trailer, for some reason, a single axle just irks me wrong. Yeah. I would love to get a single axle. And I want to add to the tongue for dirt bikes, you know, add three or four feet in there. Because I've got the vehicle to pull it, right? Right. Like three or four feet, maybe five. I don't care what it is. Whatever I have to do to fit. Well, that's what my dad did on He had a little utility trailer where he would put um, a couple four-wheelers on. Mm-hmm. And he actually built a on the tongue a – because I was the only one in the family that rode dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. And so he made a little rack on the front of the trailer to where – my dirt bike would go in and we strap that down mm-hmm. super easy it was just like angle iron basically that he just made yeah like I, I just like to add a little bit to where like putting dirt bikes up there would be no stress you right. know like i understand like oh you could fit two in the space of one like like i don't want to stress about that if i'm yeah. gonna if i'm gonna have someone fab it up and do it once and i want to add an axle okay i want to make it like that's gonna be tougher ah damn it on a truck on a trailer because it's they're usually built a certain way. I mean, you, well, I'm sure you could do it. And but that's. I mean, I'm, you've got body things that are. Well, I'm, be in I'm the looking way. at ones that are already like the off-road version, to yeah. where they already. Here's sit the taller, thing: you can so do a no single body. axle trailer if you're looking for something that's like sub, sub twenty-five feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine because it, it all goes off of weight. I mean, that's what it comes down to. So I, I mean, I, don't, I just I don't like. The I know. Idea of a single axle. I get it. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't go as deep as 
And I'm going to wrap this all back around to like trucks because we're talking, mm. this is what we're talking like, what he wants to do with the truck. And I'm trying to talk him into a camper so he can go camping with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, dude, a, a single axle most of the time is completely fine. You got to understand these trailers are super light, they're made out of like cardboard. So it's like, you're not, it's not a lot of weight. So doing mm-hmm. like two, ax- like we need a two axle because we have two slides and the, the son of a bitch weighs 7,500 pounds. Mm-hmm. We can haul 4,300 pounds in cargo. So it has to have two. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just looking at us, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be stressing about the axle thing. It's, it's fine. It's fine. If you blow a tire, you're going to have to stop and replace it regardless of having one or two axles. I, I, and again, it's a little bit of my naivety here. Like I'm, yeah. I'm literally learning. That's my learning process. I start watching videos. on. It's shit. totally fine too. And yeah. it, it, the axles are going to be built for the weight of the trailer plus the cargo. And as long as you got good tires and watch your, look at your pressures, look mm-hmm. at the tires. Like that's what I do. Every time we take off, I'm looking at the tire pressure. I'm looking at the tires. Cause we had one just randomly blow on us. Like it shouldn't have blown, uh, and it did. Uh, but but that's what I, I mean. As long as you look at that stuff and maintain the trailer, you're not going to have a problem. Yeah. It's the people the people that have problems again are the people that neglect those little things that you notice in your excursion that nobody that someone might have noticed, but they didn't think it was an issue because it wasn't hindering the performance of the truck, or it wasn't it, it wasn't loud enough, or you know you, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, but as long as you're looking at that stuff, then You'll be fine with a yeah. single axle. It'll be just fine. And and I know it's not going to be our forever trailer because I know we're having two kids, and then you need right. if we do want to make this a thing that we do, they're going to sure. you know they're going to be larger humans. So like I assume you know I wish it would happen faster than this, but I assume it's going to be house. We're t- we're hoping for house in the next two years, and then after that, um, a trailer would be nice. Um, I would hope within a year of that, which means that puts Ricky at nearly seven. Um, Jesus Christ, seven year old. <laughs> um, so seven years old, and then you know, baby girl will be four. So basically, the yeah. age Ricky is now. So they they should be in actual beds. Yeah. Um, and then we would probably have to, you know, you find a little bunkhouse, dude, with a little bunk beds. Yeah, exactly. Like we probably have to re- reassess in the next. We were looking like, at trailers originally that were like sub twenty thousand, mm-hmm. brand new. The ones we were looking at that had bunk beds, where we didn't really want because we didn't have anybody you to go in there. Yeah. I don't need them, so I wanted the extra space. But they're out there. Dude, here's the thing: trailers for like families, like with more than two people, there's mm-hmm. way more options. Yeah, ton of options. That's what they build them for. So. Okay. Yeah, you'll All be right. fine. Do bring, it. Bring me back around, Tyler. You're going to close well, this thing up? Well, yeah, bringing it back around. So, yeah, we talked about trailers. We talked about all this stuff. But, again, he's building his truck for a purpose, and that's what I want. That's what I want everybody to do. I want everybody to build a truck for what they're going to use it for for 90% of the time. Ex- even if you're wanting something that, you know, some of the time is performance, you could still you can have your cake and eat it, too, with a lot of trucks, mm-hmm. with most of them, where you can still have something that can work, and play and that's what i wanted to kind of get out of you i wanted to i wanted to hear your 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 end goal with this truck so i I like where you're going with it you're kind of going the same direction i'm going with it Mm -hmm. with my truck um purpose built built to kind of do its job and but not be excessive exactly yeah the the blue truck is where the excessive comes in yeah that's just gonna be like once everything gets a little more dialed in if someone's like hey do you put an actress on like i'll give it a shot yeah like (laughs) that thing is just like and that's that also comes goes along with the the, the work the the balance yeah and it, it is 
I will say if I didn't have the blue truck, I'd be uh, I'd be itching a lot more to do more power mods on the excursion. So that being said, like being able to balance what you have going on, I think that's huge. That's yeah. that's been a big thing for me. Like finding yeah. finding what I can balance the the stuff that doesn't need attention with stuff that like gets me going. Like Russell's my Jimmy's. For you know sure. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we at, what are we at, man? One ten, hour and ten minutes. We've been long winded lately. I'll let you do your end thing because I'm probably going to end it on a little bit of a sad note, but I'm going to end it. Um, yeah. So the I will say, uh, uh, shout out to to two people here, Jim Lawrence. Enjoy, fact check. Yeah, fact check. Enjoy your fact checking because the episode that we officially announced him being our fact checker went live, I think, last week, and he's right easy. You're doing good, man. I appreciate it. Uh, second shout out. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. We got three shout outs. Second shout out, Chase Wilcox. Uh, Chase has been a longtime listener, and he's getting ready to do a really rad trip uh, all the way up to Alaska. And um, he actually sent us an email that, or sent me an email that was, uh, uh, it was kind of cool. He's like, hey, I just want to like run this by you guys. This is what I'm doing. Um, like, you guys always kind of seem to be the folks that think about the things that no one else thinks about to bring or to do awesome. or something like that. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and so I, I went and asked Tyler, I asked Cooper. Cooper did that drive. Um, and got some information, and I was like, hey, man, I'm sure you have, like, 90% of this, but you never know something that may be simple that you might miss. And I, I honestly, I emailed that over to him, and he was, he was like, dude, I appreciate that. There's, there's stuff I didn't think about in there. Hell yeah. So Chase Wilcox, 10-4, buddy, have a good trip. Uh, I don't know when you're actually going, but this one may be coming out. I recommended <coughs> that you download whatever you want to listen to beforehand because when you're out of reception, you can't download shit. Yeah. Uh, and last one, uh, Zachary McFarlane, Zach McFarlane, E4 Motors, the guy that does all those Super Duty swaps on the interiors. Yeah. Yeah, that guy on Instagram hit me up for some gauges, and we got him taken care of. Right on. Um, I was super stoked to hear from him. He is one of those guys that um, I've always told you guys I play favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I play favorites, man. Like, <laughs> I, I am a fan of what he does. Like, real, yeah. real talk. Fan of what he does. And I'm a fan of his work ethic. And I'm a fan we of him. We should get him on the podcast and talk we about should, that man. Stuff. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I'm a fan of him just, like, putting his, you know, no, what's the term? Nose to the grindstone? Yeah, hell Is yeah. It, Nose uh, to the grindstone. Yeah, and just getting it done. So, that being said, um, interior swaps, make sure you're checking out Mr. Zachary McFarlane, E4 Motors, E4 Motorsports, E4 Motors. He's yeah. on YouTube. He's got some older videos as well. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got. And, Tyler, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, uh, whew. I, so, we don't have any kids. And uh, we have dogs. Um, one of our... <clears throat> one of our pups uh his name was willis he was a uh 12 year old basset hound and i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna talk about it but i feel like i i should because he's he's my boy um we had to we had to put him down last week and uh you know and i always tell Cass, <clears throat> i i was i've always told Cass like uh you know, I, I grew up with not really um, many animals. Um, and so, I, you know, there's people that don't, uh, you know, I, I feel treat them how they should. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Willis lived a pretty awesome life. Um, when my wife got him, he was a 
he had a bro- he had a broken back and broken legs. Someone pushed someone threw him downstairs and he was in a wheelchair. And uh, Cass got him. And when when I when I um, kind of uh, met Cass, he was he was a, he was a young y- young little basset hound. Little he was honestly a little piece of shit. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, but he's he he had some pretty major medical issues, and uh, it just kind of compiled last week, and that was uh, something that was uh, that was really tough, uh, you know. And uh, I, I this is where I was getting. At. I always tell Cass that Willis was the dog that made me change my mind about animals, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and now I can, you know I can't drive by a stray dog without you know wondering if they're okay and mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing like i'm a huge huge animal guy if any i know you know <laughs> um those are our kids you know um so <clears throat> what i wanted to say uh tr- treat your dogs right cherish the time that you have with them they <laughs> they have personalities they have you know little things and uh yeah i just wanted to uh Maybe, you know, dedicate this episode to Willis. Oh, yeah, He's my dude. little boy. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> the the thing that always gets me about dogs that I always see on Instagram or Facebook or that is, uh, you know, you may have two or three dogs or something like that, you know, and, and you're – but that dog, like, you're their life. Yeah. That, you know, that You're that dog's entire life. Yeah. Um. And that's the one that always kind of hits home. Oh yeah, yeah. It uh, that one that one hurt. Is it hurt more than I? Uh, it, it hurt more than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just want I just want everybody to cherish the time that they have with their animals. Um, treat them right. If I ever see a dog outside chains up to anything, I'm gonna be knocking on your door. Uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge dog uh, person. So it was. Uh, yeah, just I just treat your dogs right enjoy the time you have with them because it's a it's a shame that they don't live as long as people mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah we don't deserve dogs we don't yeah we don't that being said folks um i think ty put the best tears your time with the dogs and your loved ones all absolutely. that kind of good stuff but this one's for willis man absolutely yeah thanks for tuning in folks we'll see you next week see ya thanks for tuning in make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com